Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. This is The Secret Math of Money. This is our first episode after our introduction to, uh, last week. Just to give you an idea, for everybody tuning in thinking it's going to be the Money Slippers show, the Money Slippers are Evil Job Seekers podcast show will be on the first and third Saturday of each month now, and on the second and fourth Saturday, I'll be doing this show, which is The Secret Math of Money, where we talk about all the things that you should have learned in high school about money, but we were never taught. Okay? So, again, Bunny Slippers of Evil is the first and third Saturday. Secret Math of Money is the second and fourth Saturday. So, okay? So, again, thank you, everybody. Welcome. First thing I want to say before we start on this show, I have to say every, I want to say this every show. Uh, I am not a financial advisor. I'm not certified in any kind of finance. I have a master's degree in finance, and that's it. But I am not certified as a financial advisor. Uh, of any any in any way. So if uh, anything I say, recommendations or just my opinion. Okay, just remember that this is all just my opinion. Okay, you follow my advice, my suggestions. You do so at your own risk. Okay, um, so I just want to get that out of the way because I don't want to get sued. But uh, so today, today's topic, and it seemed like it was the first thing. You know, when I was thinking about what is the first thing I want to talk about. Today's show is how to create a personal budget. Okay? We should have learned that. They should have taught us. They should have taught us about money. They didn't. So today we're just going to talk about creating a personal budget. Now, here's the thing with a personal budget, any, any budget. You can write down on paper anything you want. You can just scribble. I can create a budget that would show me saving a million dollars a month. It's just paper. It's just ink on paper, a pencil on paper, or numbers in a spreadsheet. Before you even think about doing a personal budget, you got to say, you ask yourself the question, why am I doing a personal budget? Oh, because I'm broke. Okay. But here's the thing. A personal budget or any budget does not work if you do not or you choose not to stick to it. Okay. It doesn't work. Okay. That's just you know, plain and simple. It doesn't work. So it's not about writing down what's on, what's on your mind and putting it on paper. It's about making the commitment to stick to your budget. And to make that commitment means when you're creating your budget, you got to be honest. You got to be really brutally honest with yourself. If you will get into the the expenses, but you have to be honest about what you're spending and you have to be honest about what you're making. Now, if you work most jobs unless you're on a commission job, your paycheck is probably the same every month, every 2 weeks or whatever you get paid. That's easy, but if you're on a commission job and you're Pay fluctuates. You gotta make some adjustments because you gotta average it out. So let's get started. First thing you gotta do um, for those low tech, get a piece of paper, white piece of paper, and just draw a line across the top and a line down the middle. Now this is uh, making a T. You're not making a cross. You're making a T. A line across the top, line down the middle. On one side, pick the side you want. On one side, above the line, you will write income. Okay. And then the other side, you will write expenses. Okay. Now, let's start with the income. What is your income? Okay, it's, what do you get paid? Some people, it's real simple. Now, do you want to put your gross pay or your net pay? I suggest, for simplicity, put your net pay. Why? Because if you put your gross pay, then you have to start listing out taxes, insurance, and any other thing that's taken out. The fact is, if your net pay is the same every month, that's really what you're working with is your net pay, 
Okay, that's what your take-home pay. That's what you're working with. So that's the simplest way to do a budget is based on your net pay. Okay, so if you got a job, look at your last. If you're if most jobs, you got paid the same thing every two weeks. So take that amount that you got paid every two weeks and just double it. Okay, we're going to do this on a monthly basis. The reason we do budgets on a monthly basis is because most of your bills are due monthly. You may have some school loans that are quarterly or some insurance that's quarterly, but most of your bills, credit cards, utilities, all those things are monthly. Whether it's 28 days, 31 days, it's still monthly. Uh, so we're going to do it on a monthly basis. So first thing is you write down on the side that said income, write down you know where you work, name the company or abbreviation, and the net of both your paychecks every month. If you get one paycheck a month, just put that in, okay? Your full-time job, put that in on that side and just write it down. Don't worry about the math or anything yet. Just write down here, you know, company X. I work for Applebee's, whatever. Okay. Now, if you have a situation where your 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 pay fluctuates, here's where you got to be careful. If your pay fluctuates, um, then you have to try to average it out. If it fluctuates because of your commission person, it's going to be a little harder. I used to work long, long time ago. I worked at Sears. Sears Auto Center, tires and batteries in 60 minutes. And I was a commission salesman. And, man, let me tell you something. My pay fluctuated like crazy because it depends on what, what sales there. Up through the year till January, we were doing gangbusters. From January to May, nobody was buying anything because everybody had lost their money on Christmas. So it's hard to do a budget when you're, when you're doing like that, when, you, when your pay is fluctuating so much. But mine, it didn't fluctuate. It just dropped and stayed down there. So if I did a budget in January, it would be a drastically different than the budget I would look at in June, you know, because my pay was just so much different. If you're a part-time, if you have a part-time income, um, try to figure out on average how many hours you're working a week and what your average pay, what your average take-home is, okay? It might be a little hard, but if, you're, if your hours fluctuate, you, you, you just got to kind of figure out on an average month, what am I bringing home? Now, look, be honest. Again, this is where the first thing comes in where we talk about being honest, okay? I know you got delusions of grandeur that, you know, you're a commission salesperson and you are the top dog and you are going to sell everything that comes across. Look at your history. Look at the last three, four months. What have you been bringing home, okay? Same thing with a part-time job. Look at the last three or four months. What have you been bringing home, Okay. Use that number as your average. Use that number as your income number based on the average of what you've been bringing home, okay? Um, one thing I want to say before, this is a little, little caveat, um, off the subject for a minute. One thing about money, what, what amazes me, and I think I said it last week as well, is that money is so much a part of our lives, but we talk about it so little. It affects everything we do, okay, except going and walking in the park. But even then, you got to pay money to buy the clothes to walk in the park. So I just thought about that. You know, just remember that. We're talking about, and maybe it's uncomfortable, but we got to talk about money because money permeates everything we do, okay, everything we do. So anyway, sorry, that was a little side. Something hit me in the head. I wanted to talk about it. So you've got your income. You've got your full-time income. You've got any part-time income. You've got any um, comp uh, any 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 part-time where you're 
You figured out an average of your commission sales. So you have some part-time money. You have a, a part-time number. Okay. Are you getting alimony? Are you getting child support? Um, are you getting any or your retirement uh, benefit? Anything you're getting. you got to list all that stuff. If you want to do a budget right way, you list all that stuff. Okay. Um, if you're Pay if you're getting in money that you have to pay something for. Don't worry, we'll put that on the other side as well. But for right now, make sure you list all of your income. Okay, alimony, child support, uh, social security. Um, if you got a structured settlement, whatever money you got coming in. Okay, make sure you list that on your income. Like I said, remember I told you up front, this is about being honest. Number one is about being honest with yourself. And the first part about being honest is being honest about that income. Okay. So now say so you've listed all your incomes. Okay. Um, we're not talking about assets or anything, we're just talking about incomes. Okay. And you write a line on the bottom of the page on that side and you just total up. So you come up with a number of all those incomes. This is your monthly net income. Okay. Boom. That's the income side. So we're done with the income side. Go to the other side. This is your expenses. Let's keep it real. First, let's look at the big stuff, and then we work down to the small stuff. Are you paying rent? Are you paying a mortgage? Are you paying a couple of mortgages? Are you paying a couple of rents? You got to put all those down. You know, if you got two houses, house number one, what you're paying for your mortgage. House number two, what you're paying for your mortgage. If you're renting, rent. Let's call it rent. Okay, put those numbers down. Now, this is when people start getting nervous. Oh, no, I mean, I, that that's going to make my budget look bad. Maybe I'll leave something off. You're not going to show this budget to anybody unless you really want to. The goal of the budget is to be honest about what you're bringing in and what you're spending. It's not about trying to look good. It's not about trying to impress anybody. Okay, You may be broke every month, and you can't figure out why. The goal of this budget is for you to figure out why you're broke or why you got tons of money every month and you can't figure out, well, how am I doing this, okay? So start with your mortgage and your rent, okay? You got that in there. Next, let's break it down into utilities. Um, they can fluctuate. Again, try to look back three months and see what you've been paying on your utilities. We're talking cable, internet, phone, um, heat, hot water, um, electricity, um, lawn care, what else, whatever you're paying. Put all those things, because all, because all those things are your utilities. All the things that are around maintaining your household. Okay, again. Heat, hot water, cable, phone, internet. Uh, if you got a home security system, grounds. Uh, if you have a housekeeper, somebody's coming in once a week, once a month, and 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 cleaning your house. What are you paying that person monthly? Well, I pay this person. You know, average it out. They come twice a week. You pay them twenty bucks. Okay, that's forty bucks a week times four. That's one hundred sixty bucks to clean your house. Don't make no sense to be that nasty, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but you want to be honest. 
if you're paying somebody for that, okay, be honest. So you put down your utilities. You put down your rent and your mortgage. Do you have a car payment? Okay. If your car payment, if you have more than, I would say, four car payments left to pay off your car, put it in. reason I say that is because if you have two car payments left, that's two months. You don't want to do a budget that all of a sudden in two months you got to redo it. Okay? So if you got car payment, put your car payment down. You're paying insurance on your car or cars up. That's another thing. If you have more than one car note, put them both down. Now here's something for, for couples. If you are doing your finances together, when you did income, you got to put both your incomes. When you did, um, you know, any alimony, any of that. You put it. You just do it all together. Rent everything. Now is the expenses part, and this is where it gets kind of crazy. Hey Tracy, long time. One of my old Etna peeps. Um, if you're, you know, again we did cars, we did uh, insurance on all the vehicles in the car. Well, that's just my kid's car. You, well, you paying insurance on it, then you got to keep that real and do that. Okay, pay that money. You got to put that on your budget as well. Um. Okay, ladies, I'm going to start with y'all. I'm going to hit the guys too, but don't worry. But I'm going to start with y'all. How many times are you going to the hairdresser? I'm not saying not go. I'm just saying how many times are you going on a weekly, monthly basis? Hey, Erica. Uh, how many times and how much are you paying? This ain't about hiding. Look, if you've been hiding from your man, how much are you really paying for your due? Now the time to stop hiding. All right? If you tell him you're paying $26 and it's really costing 54 now's the time to, hey, babe, look, uh, it's worth it, you know. Um, but you got to put that down, okay. Well, I paid it out with pocket cash. you got to put that down, okay. Fellas, you hanging out with the, with the boys once a week, going to get a couple of brews, you know, chilling. How much are you paying for that? Well, I paid out with pocket cash. Well, you got to figure out what you're paying, dog. Um if you are if you're one of those people that you just take out a certain amount every week and you know, that's your pocket change and you pay a lot of things out of that, okay, put down how much you actually take out in that pocket change. If you're taking out $150 a week and that's your pocket money for the week and you pay all these other things out of it, cool. But you got to write that number down, okay? So maybe then, ladies, if you're doing your hair out of your pocket change, out of your pocket money, out of your allowance or whatever, however you guys do it, Okay, make sure that you put the 150 or whatever. But if you if you keep, here's the thing. Here's where it gets really crazy. If you're hitting the bank every other day, hitting withdrawals, you're going to Walmart buying some toothpaste and taking $20. I just need something to get me through till the other day, you know, that kind of thing. If you're doing that, you got to figure out how much you're paying, how, how much you're doing that, okay? Um, it means you got to start looking at your bank statements and seeing how many times you are actually um, taking those withdrawals. Because, see, the thing with a budget is not the big things that that usually blow you out of the water. It's the 511 little things, all right, that hit you that you don't realize, oh, man, I'm hitting Walmart every other day, and I'm just charging it, you know, and it's, I'm not thinking about it. You know, and then you realize that it, you don't spend $300 at Walmart on Twizzlers, okay? I'm not saying I do that, but I'm just saying. Um, you got to start recording this stuff somehow. You gotta start you gotta start accounting for it. That's the thing. It, you have to account for all this money you're spending. 
All this money you're taking out. See, the withdrawals, that's an issue. Okay? Best thing is if you can take one withdrawal once a week and then do all your spending out of that, if you can do that. Okay? Um, but you got you to get that under control because those are the things you might realize that the reason you're broke all the time is because you're hitting the ATM every other other day or whatever, or you're hitting, again, you're hitting a grocery store on the way home, and, you know, you're not really paying attention to what you're, you're getting. Oh, I'm just $8 here or there or whatever. Now, are you getting coffee in the morning? Starbucks. Again, if it's coming out of your pocket change that you, that, that, with, you know, that allowance that you give yourself, that's one thing. But if you give them your card every morning, you got to start accounting for that. Okay, them Starbucks coffees, for round figure, $5 a day. Five days a week, that's $25. Four weeks a month, that's $100 a month on coffee. That's $1,200, give or take, a year on coffee. Let that sink in a minute. You're spending $1,200 a year on coffee, and you wonder why you're broke, okay? If you are taking it out of your cash, that's one thing. If you are swiping your card everywhere you go, you got to look at your bank statement, and you got to figure, you got to come up with a reasonable, realistic number of what you are spending monthly on those things that you, those little, those little things that you know. Every time you buy something, you just let them have your card. Okay, you don't think about it. Now, what else you got to put on this list? Are you going out to lunch? Let's be honest. Are you going out to lunch on a regular basis? You know. Um, are you, and if you are, how much are you spending? Just be honest. I mean, you know, you, oh, it's no no big deal, five, seven dollars a day, whatever. Okay, it's five or seven dollars at lunch. You did five dollars at, at at breakfast for, for your for your uh, Starbucks. You're talking ten dollars a day now, okay? All right, hey, what's up, Anthony? Um, so you're talking a lot of money, and that's the thing. It's those little things. Again, if you're taking it out of that allowance, don't worry about it. But if you are giving that card, boom, boom, oh, ain't no big deal. I'm just knocking it out like this. You got a problem, okay? You got a spending problem, and you got to get that under control, okay? Because that, if you are finding at the end of the month, or you know, you're living paycheck to two days before paycheck every month, that might be your problem. There's all these unaccounted for expenses, okay? These, all these little things that you're doing that you don't realize you're doing, okay? So... Looked at lunch. Uh, what else can we look at? Other things, groceries, and um, we're gonna do a. I'm gonna do a show on coupons. Okay, I went to Publix this morning, and I spent twenty six dollars and something cents, and I saved twenty six dollars and something more. So I actually saved over half. We'll do. A, I'm gonna do a show on on gross on coupons because I'm telling you guys, folks don't use coupons, and you know I ain't got time for that. All right, you know what? Send me your coupons. I'll use them. All right. But it's, it's, I got a system, a friend of mine taught me, and we'll go through the system. It is not that hard. Trust me. All right, it's not that hard. All right, ramble. You ever see those those shows, those people that they do mega coupon, and they get $1,000 worth of groceries, and they spend like 15 cents on them? You know, they because that's their full-time job. They, you know, they just sit home and do groceries all week. I'm always thinking, okay, you're not contributing nothing to, the show, to, to your husband or wife's income. Take that $1,000 and go give it to a food bank or donate it to a Goodwill and give them the receipt. You do that once a month, you're talking a $12,000 write-off at the end of the year. And it costs you nothing, okay? 
but we'll we'll get on that. That's when we start talking about coupons in a couple of whenever I do the coupon show, um, that we talk about. But anyway, groceries. What are you spending on groceries? Okay. Again, most of us with groceries, you just go and swipe the card. So you got to look at your bank statement. Okay, and it's, you know, Publix, Kroger, Walmart, whatever, it'll show you. Look at how much you're spending a month on groceries. Average it out. Now, if you're a single person, the number's probably pretty small, possibly. Because some pe- single people are like, well, I'm single, so I can buy brand name stuff, all right? Um, yeah, and that's the thing about it. People don't think about that right off, all right? Yeah, that's, yeah. I always think about it. Every time I see those shows, I'm like, right, donate this doesn't get the write off. That's, that's better than a job sometimes. Think about if you had a $12,000 job and you didn't do nothing, okay? But anyway, um, we're talking about, yeah, your groceries. If you're swiping your card, the, the positive of always swiping your card is you're not thinking about it. The, uh, the, the negative, I'm sorry, you're not thinking about it. The positive is it's already, it, it gets recorded. So when you look at doing your, your uh, budget and you look at your groceries, you can just look at, okay, here's what I spent on groceries, Okay. Here's what I spent, you know, so I'm good. I, I can, and, and take three-month average. Take the total spend on groceries and average it out, okay, and just say, you know, this is what I'm actually kind of spending on groceries every month. But here's the cool thing about it. Once you get that number for your groceries, then you try to stick to that number. That's the thing, okay, and we'll get to that toward the end of this. So we've talked about your, your, your home and, and, and rent, uh, mortgage or rent. We've talked about utilities. We've talked about the, the ladies with your hair. We talked about the fellas with you getting your, 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 your hanging with your boys, getting your brews. Uh, if you play poker, you need to take that money out of your out of your. Um, if you have a you know card game night with the boys, you need to take that money out of your allowance because there's no way to figure out that part. Okay. Um, we've talked about breakfast. Um, you know, your Starbucks. We talked about lunch. Do you go out to dinner? Entertaining. You know, do you do that on a monthly basis, weekly basis? All right. Are you doing that kind of thing? If you are. You gotta, you gotta write it down. Okay, you gotta, you, you gotta account for your entertainment. Okay. Um, speaking of entertainment, if you happen to frequent any um, gentlemen's clubs or ladies' clubs, um, and you be making it rain, gotta, gotta account for the rain. All it is, well, sometimes I get it, sometimes I get that. Depending on if, if, if the, the dance is hot or whatever, she's shaking it like it's hot. You know what? You better figure out something. Okay, you better figure out a way to average that number out. Okay. You need Jesus. But anyway. Um, so we talked about, you know, all your entertaining. Um, what else? Are you buying clothes every month? Men, too. Are you buying clothes? Are you buying shoes? You know, what are you buying? Swiping your car? Hey, you got to start accounting for that money. You got to kind of. The goal of a budget is to account for everything you're spending. Okay, that's the goal. You got to account for everything. Okay, um, what else is there that you could be spending? If you're paying alimony or child support, put that in the budget. Put that number. It's the same number. I don't care. Put it in the budget because you're paying it. You're paying it. Put it in there. Uh, so you got the car note. Boom. Gas. Okay, car don't go without gas. Well, I just fill it every week. Ain't no biggie. What are you doing? How much are you spending on your gas? Okay, how much are you spending on your gas? And it's real simple. I mean, I'm I'm thankful. I just got a, a a newer car, and I was filling up twice a week. I was filling up on Sunday and then again on Wednesday. Okay, serious business. Now I'm filling up Sunday 
and I'm not able to, I don't have to fill up till like Friday. And the world of difference in what I'm spending on gas. Okay? The other thing now, here's another one car maintenance. Well, I'm not getting my car done every month. Yeah, but you're getting your oil changes on a regular basis, or you should be. Um, look at the last year. I mean, look at your, your, your statements from, you know, look at the things you got done last year. I would allocate, yep, Stacy, that's right. People don't stick to the budget, and that's the problem. If you're, you got to figure out on average how much you're spending for your car. Now, if you have a newer car, it's probably a lot lower. If you got an older car, yeah, you know, you got to put something in there, $100 a month or something that you're going to have to spend. You may not spend $100 this month, but you might spend $200 next month or $300 a month after that. So you got to account for that money. Okay? I know it's very hard with cars. Um, home repairs, home maintenance. Are you doing anything regularly in your home? Um, you know, try to account for that. Uh, if you, again, if you're entertaining in your home, well, we're not spending money because we're entertaining here. You're buying food, you know, in addition to maybe your groceries. Okay, your kids' allowance. You got to put that. I'm I'm trying to rush. I got about five minutes left, and and I'm surprised I can talk this much. But anyway, uh, your kids' allowance. Okay, um, everything you're paying. Okay, everything you are paying. Okay, put down. So you've written all these things down, and and a couple of my listeners, you hit the nail on the head. Writing it down is easy. The question is, are you going to stick to it? So you write down, you wrote down all these things on your expenses, and you total it up. And then you look at the number you got at the beginning on income, and you look at the number on expenses. And if that expenses number is higher than that income, now you know why you're broke. So now you got to look at that expense list again, and you see how much you got a difference in the two. And you got to decide what is a need and what is a want. A need is just, you know, your rent, your mortgage, your utilities maybe. I mean, you may need groundskeeping service. Uh, Starbucks is not a need, people. $8 lunches is not a need. I won't say, ladies, your hair is not a need, because I've seen some of y'all when you ain't been to the hairdresser, so we'll put that in the need column for now. But, fellas, you know, hanging out with the boys, getting getting the bruise, that ain't a need. That's a want. So you got to decide between the things on your list, what is a need and what is a want. Okay? That's the reality of what is a need and what is a want. Okay, the things that are needs, you keep them. The things that are wants, you start removing them and see how the number changes. That number is going to go down as you remove more, uh, more of your needs, of your wants. It's going to go down. Okay, um, and as, and then, but again, the thing about it. Here's the thing. Remember, I said at the beginning of the show, a budget is more mental than anything else. Because you're looking at them needs, and, and you know, yeah, you're right. You say, man, you know, but I need my Starbucks, bro. I need it. <laughs> um, yeah, but you need to be able to eat, too. So you got to decide, do I need Starbucks more or do I need the NFL package more? Okay, those are the things that you might have to decide against, okay? Which one do you need more? Because you need a roof over your head. You know, you need utilities. If you got kids, you need your Internet, Okay. All right, if you got a woman, you need heat, <laughs> hot water. Those are some serious needs. That other stuff is you, know, you need to pay your child support. That's a need. Yeah, alimony, that's a need, okay? But, yeah, Stacy, you're absolutely right. When you start writing that stuff down, that's the thing. When you start writing it down, it really that's when it hits home. You know, you, you, 
it's amazing. The first time you do a budget like this, you really look at your life totally different, okay, because you start looking at, wow, I'm spending this kind of crazy money on this. But the point is, when you put them two numbers together, you will understand why you're broke every month, you know, living paycheck to two days before paycheck, or why you got some money every month. You're like, I got all this money. What am I going to buy? No, don't go buy nothing because we're going we're gonna to talk about investing in future shows. So don't go buy nothing. So anyway, uh, rambling on, that's how you do a budget. Uh, it hurts. I can't get rid of some of this stuff. I know, Stacey. I know it hurts. Yeah. Um, got 90 seconds left before it goes out on me. But anyway, hey, everybody. Um, but this is how you do a budget. Okay. Now, this show is going to be on YouTube. And I'm also gonna. It's going to be in iTunes, okay. So if you missed it here live. It's going to be on iTunes and YouTube, okay. Um. So wait, but anyway, bottom line, that's how you create a budget. You know, it's 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 relatively simple, but physically it's simple. Mentally and emotionally, it is okay. It is very hard to do that because you really have to look at what it is in your life you have, and what are the things you really need, and what are the things you really want. So, everybody, hey, thank you very much for tuning in. Again, this show will be the second and fourth Sunday of every month, uh, Saturday of every month, and Bunny Slippers and Reba will be the first and third Saturday of every month at 10 o'clock. I appreciate your time. I thank you for tuning in. Um, hope you enjoyed this. Again, it's only for entertainment, but, you know, I say that so that if you do something and, get, and lose some money, you don't sue me. But, everybody, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye.